You're listening to the No BS Nutrition Podcast. I'm registered dietitian Hannah McGee. And I'm neuroscience PhD student Tarek Youssef. And for the next hour, we're going to tackle popular nutrition topics from a scientific lens, promoting fact over fiction with no BS. Okay. Welcome back to the No BS Nutrition Podcast. Hey guys, I am Hannah. Hi, I'm Tarek. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. Welcome to the weekend. What's that saying? It's like... um, TJF. (laughs) It's like... uh, we're made for the weekend. Or something. Like, we're that. living for the like weekend. For the yeah, working for the weekend. Is that a song? Yeah, yeah, we're working for the weekend today. Yeah. I heard you. Totally. Yeah, and um, we're excited that you're working for the weekend with us. Yeah, we're excited that you've joined us, that you've tuned in to hear us. Um, I think we have a fun episode planned for you all today. Yes, um, our week of fun. Week of fun. Yes, we're having a week of fun this week. It's uh, yeah, summer. I hope everyone enjoyed Wednesday. Yeah, our nutrition quiz. If you haven't listened to that yet, um, Hannah grills make sure me. you do. We do a little <laughs> nutrition quiz for Tarek to see what he's learned over the years. Um, More than I thought. Yeah, you did really well. Thank you. Yeah, you're a nutrition expert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> um, but today we're going to do something kind of, I wouldn't say similar, but fun as well. What we're going to do... I don't know if anyone has ever watched the Vanity Fair interviews or videos on YouTube where they have like celebrities on and yeah. they like finish Google searches. It'll be like Kate answer, Winslet or something, yeah. and they'll and they'll, it'll have um, like they'll have a Bristol board with these Google searches on them, yeah. and they'll peel off paper to reveal what the search is. So it'll be like, does Kate Winslet? Have hair, or, or like something. where was Harry Styles born? Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How old is Harry Styles, or what is his? Is Harry Styles dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Harry Styles <laughs> yeah. in a band? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. he's not. No, not anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was that's what we're gonna example. do. Yeah. We're gonna do that today, but we're gonna do it um, about food and nutrition. So we're gonna mm-hmm. type some things into Google and see what suggested. <clears throat> Search it. Okay. <laughs> is Hannah okay? I'm searching that. Um, we're going to search, yeah, different things and see what comes up as the suggested searches and then we're going to answer yeah. those suggested searches. Exactly. So I think it's going to be fun. So we are going to start with, wait, how do I eat? Yeah. Okay. So the first one that comes up is how do I eat healthy? Oh, okay. So this is a very in my opinion, a very nuanced question. I think healthy eating, or a nuanced answer, healthy eating is different for everyone, right? I think there are some general things that we can do to eat a nourishing Mm -hmm. diet that gives you all of the, you know, things that you need, the nutrients that you need, the calories, the energy that you need. Um, But at the same time, healthy eating does probably look a little bit different to everyone. Yeah. So... I mean, some general things are like, you know, putting in an effort to eat lots of fruits and vegetables um, and fiber. That's probably the number one. Those are what offer us um, 
or they're more dense in um, a variety of different nutrients mm-hmm. and, and micronutrients that we need for good health. Yeah. Um, and then you want to eat enough protein. Um, you want to eat, in terms of carbohydrates, generally more fiber-rich carbohydrates um, or whole grains that offer us, again, more micronutrients. Yeah. Um, things like B vitamins and folate. Um, and then, I guess... Go ahead. Well, yeah, no, I was just, this makes me think of something that I don't know if I shared on the podcast, but I think I did. So I'll just gloss over it very quickly. But one day I was at the grocery store and I was, I was in the produce aisle looking through, I don't know, picking out bok choy or something, Mm -hmm. flapping around like it looks like a baby's arm. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Fun time at the grocery store. And um, this person approached me and they they, they said, um, oh, I'm sorry to bother you, but, you know, I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, wow. I, yeah, I, I, I like I know I should be like eating more produce. Like, right. and I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, what should I do? Interesting. Yeah, I was really I was kind of surprised because I was like, I don't know. Why are you asking? Yeah, me? like you just go up to a random person. And, like, yeah, I wish like, I knew like exactly yeah. what to tell you. But um, it, anyway, we had a little bit of a conversation. I think I, I remember telling her about what I... I was like... I think that was... I don't I can't remember what my diet was like. I was eating like well, a lot of curries or something. Okay. No, no. <laughs> no, I didn't pass that on. Um, I was eating lots of curries and things like that. I'm okay. probably using lots of vegetables. So, so I, I think that's like why she was... Yeah, yeah. She was like, like interested to see what I was eating because right. I was using so much produce. Yeah. And I think that's... I mean, it points to two things. It points to what exactly what you were talking about, like having more fiber-rich um, mm. carbohydrates, having lots of fruits and vegetables as part of your meals. But it also makes me aware of the fact that eating quote-unquote healthy, like whatever someone considers that to be, involves planning. Like mm. you can't... It's It does involve a little bit of work, right? Like totally. you have to... Whether it's you or somebody else who's going to the grocery store, like you have to know what you're buying and what you're going to make out of it. Yeah, how you're going to use what you buy. Yeah, it does involve a little bit of work, right? Totally. I think that's a really good point. Yeah, because it's not necessarily... When I first read the question, how do I eat healthy, I immediately thought of the different foods that you can eat or that you should probably try to incorporate more of. And then your approach is like, how, as in like, how do I execute um, eating healthy? So you do have to consider all of those things. And... I think you also, I, I, um, I think some people answering that question would say to eat healthy, you have to stop eating X, Y, and Z, Mm. or like focus on eating less of X, Y, and Z. And in my approach, I don't, I think that yes, it's important to be mindful of certain things and, um, but I prefer the approach where we're like. What should we add? What, what should we add? And then we kind of end up, but not really, because these things are still allowed, but you kind of end up like crowding out yeah. um, the ultra processed foods or, or the um, certain nutrients that actually don't necessarily contribute to good health, you know, right. like saturated fat or trans fat or things like that or added sugars. So that's kind of generally a very quick, how do I eat healthy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, next one. Um, this one I wasn't sure if I wanted to read, but I just want to address the question. Mm -hmm. So the next one down is how do I eat less? Oh, okay. And 
I hate that question. It, it's it makes me sad. This is a really comp. It's like um, it's a really fraught question. Yeah. Because it to me, it's probably Sorry. not about the nutrition. No, it's just like how can I minimize my calories? Yeah. And I don't really like that. I don't really take that approach necessarily because I think for the longest time, the assumption was that healthy eating was minimizing yeah. your caloric intake. Totally. Like eating less yeah. equal eating healthy. And I don't think that's true. Um, so I could tell you how to eat less, mm -hmm. but I don't want to. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's helpful. No. Um, necessarily. And especially on, in a very general sense on a podcast. Um, I just wanted to address the question and say that, you know, and reassure everyone listening that Eating less does not equal eating healthy. Right. Yeah. Love and, that. and healthy eating isn't all about how to eat less and how can I eat as little as possible. That's not true. We still have to be meeting our needs, um, calories included. Love that. Okay. Um, okay. Next one. How do I eat more? Oh, that's great. Yeah, we can talk about that. <laughs> we love that question. Yeah. What, what, what do you think that person was thinking? So That's what is, I'm trying right. to find so out. So I get this question actually quite a bit. And it's people who either want to intentionally put on weight. Okay. Like a um, bodybuilder or something? Maybe. Or someone who like struggles yeah, to put on, put on weight. weight. You yeah. know, they, because there are, you know, yeah. people on that end that, um, yeah, they, they struggle to actually gain weight or um, just... I don't know why, sure. just genetically, they're, yeah. they're smaller. Um, so, or I get a lot, um, how do I eat more if I have a poor appetite? Mm, you know, okay. a lot of times mm. um, with stress or with certain mental health concerns, you know, you might not have much of an appetite. Um, so, I've yeah, I get that question a lot. How do I kind of maximize when I'm hungry? You know, mm -hmm. how do I eat more? even yeah. though I'm not that hungry. And generally I try to say, um, incorporate more like calorie dense, nutrient dense, um, foods when you do find yourself hungry or when you yeah. at, when you do sit down to have a meal. So, you know, adding in things like oils, like olive oil, avocado oil, or like oil from seeds and nuts, things yeah. like that, um, that have lots of healthy fats in it, but are also calorie dense. Um, things like avocado, like full fat yogurt, things like that, that oh, yeah, have yeah. more calories, have more fat in them, um, that you can add to your meals. You can add them as like, you know, just like flavor boosters and totally. things like that, or spread some avocado on your sandwich or mayo or things like that, that are just going to bump up, um, calories, um, to help you get more. Um, even with, if you're only eating a smaller amount, you can still kind of add calories to Absolutely. that volume of food. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So that's what I would say to that. Um, okay, let's do one more of these and then we'll move on to another question. Um, which one do I want to do? Um, how do I eat more protein? Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, so... That's one I've thought about a lot, especially because... I mean, we were just talking, we were about, just talking about this. About a yeah. lot of my meals are plant-based, just yeah. out of my own desire. Yeah, yeah. And my protein... my. If I'm just thinking macronutrient-wise, my main protein source is probably tofu. Mm -hmm. um, and I think about whether or not I'm meeting my protein needs on a yeah. daily basis. Because I know, I know I'm know, i like getting calorically what I need. Yeah. I, I'm, 
I'm not like low on energy or anything like that. But I, I wonder if sometimes I do think about whether or not I'm getting protein. I, yeah. Something that I've learned from you over the over the years, of course, and just from some basic science stuff is that there's amino acids in everything. There's mm-hmm. protein in everything, whether or not it's to like a really huge extent or not, yeah, depending exactly. on the food, yeah. definitely makes a difference. Um, like you can't expect to like get all of your protein needs in one day if you're only eating just like fruit or vegetables. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, that's a good point. And so generally like a kind of general rule of thumb is number one, um, at each meal to try and have like a good source of protein, like a food mm-hmm. that is, if you were to categorize it into yeah. the macronutrients, it probably would fit into the protein category like on your plate that would be like like eggs at breakfast yeah and like chicken at dinner or fish at dinner or tofu at dinner or lunch or whatever or lentils yeah um something like that or greek yogurt that would be another one like at breakfast time or something um so that's kind of the number one is try to have um that you know solid protein source at each meal Mm -hmm. And then what you can do, if you find that you're doing that and you're still not eating or meeting your protein needs or you're not eating as much protein as you would like, then you can kind of go in and add some like, I like to call them like protein boosters. Okay. Um, so things like nuts, Yeah. you know, certain nuts, you know, you might get um, four to five, six grams of protein per quarter cup. Totally. Of nuts, almonds. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, Something like that. You can add, a, like, nut butter. Mm-hmm. So, like, peanut butter or almond butter, you get about four grams per tablespoon. Mm-hmm. Um, you could incorporate whole grains. You know, certain whole grains, <clears throat> like whole grain pasta, um, whole grain bread, things like that, they have more protein than their, like, white variety. Yeah, more processed variety. Yeah. yeah. So, you'd get a little more protein there. Um what else can you do? Seeds, again, like pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, things like that. Um, you'd get a few grams of protein um, if you added a couple of tablespoons to your salad or something yeah. like that. Um, can you add maybe like cheese to something? Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting some protein or dairy milk or soy milk. Yeah. You know, instead of doing water or like juice in your smoothie, mm-hmm. you could add a cup of soy milk or dairy milk and then you're getting eight to nine grams of protein per cup. Totally. So that's kind of where you can come in and make sure you're having a solid protein source at your meals, but then you can kind of come in with those little protein boosters to bump that up even more um, and hit your protein needs. I would say those protein boosters, like you described, like whether the butters or whether they're seeds or nuts, these are things that you want to have in your pantry all the time if you're somebody yeah. who needs that extra kick of protein. Yeah. The other stuff, like that's part of like hopefully like gentle meal planning where like you yeah. know throughout the week you're going to need protein at your meals when you're grocery shopping like that is something you have to keep in mind absolutely yeah 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 and and it can just be simple swaps like i said like instead of cooking oatmeal in water cook it in milk or Mm -hmm. and that's gonna help bump up that protein um okay great so let's move on to another one let's google what food okay and see what comes up what food dot 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 what food okay what foods are high in fiber? Oh, well, raspberries. Raspberries. Yeah. I learned that yeah. in uh, eight grams of fiber per cup in, yeah. in the last episode. Um, generally, high fiber foods are 
plant foods mm-hmm. um, because that's where fiber comes from, yeah. right? So you think fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, grains. Am I forgetting anything? Mm-hmm. Uh, like legumes. Yeah. That's where we're going to get our fiber. So, in, you know, in more specific terms, certain fruits might have more fiber than sure. others. We talked about that in our little quiz on Wednesday. So berries tend to be probably... I could be wrong, but Some I feel the like they're like yeah. one of the highest fruits, um, fiber-wise. Um, in terms of vegetables, like leafy greens, like kale, spinach, those have um, a good amount of fiber. Cruciferous vegetables like cauliflower, broccoli, yeah. Brussels sprouts, things like that. Um, cabbage have a lot of fiber. We should use that word more often. Cruciferous, cruciferous? <laughs> sounds like a like a spell in there. <laughs> it does too. Yeah. Um, I mean, most vegetables will offer you some fiber, but again, like some more than others. Um, Again, uh, legumes, beans, lentils, chickpeas are great. That's why they have a reputation. I mean, exactly. No, 100%. It's the fiber. Yeah. And then what else? Whole grains. Yes. Yeah. That don't have the fiber like stripped away from them. Um, That's why they're called whole grains. And we talked about this in previous episodes and the last episode. Just because you're buying whole grain bread doesn't mean, or whole wheat bread doesn't mean it is whole grain whole wheat bread. Correct. And that's why, yeah. you know, you know, learning to read nutrition labels can be a bit helpful when yeah. you're doing your shopping. Totally. I agree. Okay, so all of these are about fiber. It's like what foods are high in fiber? What foods have insoluble fiber? What foods contain soluble fiber? So I guess we could, this can be a good little maybe lesson yeah, sure. on fiber here. I could use that. So... Soluble fiber. So let's just talk about the difference between soluble and insoluble fiber. So soluble fiber is fiber that dissolves in water or absor- like absorbs water. Okay. So it in the intestine, it is what adds like bulk. bulk. Yes, yeah. exactly. So Cruciferous it, <laughs> bulk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, insoluble fiber, on the other hand. Is one that doesn't dissolve in water, and that's the one that actually like speeds up like transition time in the gut. <laughs> that's <laughs> that funny. Is that like literally what it's like scientifically? Transit that's time. what it's called. Yeah. Oh, cool! <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like you're catching a bus. Yeah. <laughs> literally transit time. Um, so I, I think it's important to try to get both in mm-hmm. um, in your diet for good digestion and um, and other reasons as well, like blood sugar things like cholesterol um but in terms of which foods have soluble fiber and which foods have insoluble fiber i definitely don't know all of them like i can't just like sit here in my mind and categorize them but some things that have soluble fiber oats Mm -hmm. certain fruits uh, like apples citrus fruits certain vegetables um peas carrots i'm looking at my list here I think that's it. Oh, some beans, but then some beans also have insoluble fiber too. Okay. So I think rather than trying to, I, I think where where trying to get a specific type of fiber over the other might come in handy is like if you're struggling with like constipation versus diarrhea. Oh, like I see. You want to add bulk with diarrhea. Bulk. Yeah. yeah, and you'd want to increase transit time if you were constipated. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, but otherwise, I mean, if you're not really struggling with those things i would just say try to eat lots of fiber and a variety of different sources of fiber totally that makes sense okay another what foods make you poop (laughs) 
We just talked we about just that. We just talked about yeah, that. Yeah. This is, yeah, my Google search is all about <laughs> digestion. And, and Minecraft. And Minecraft, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's do one more of these. What foods are high in iron? Okay. Oh. Okay. I so, yeah, I'm curious. First thing that comes to my guesses, mind. But... So there's also, a, now we can categorize iron. So yeah. there's two different sources okay. that iron can come from. So one is like heme iron, which is the more easily absorbed or bioavailable um, source of iron for the body to use. Okay. <clears throat> and so heme iron comes from animal sources Oh, okay, makes iron. sense. Yeah. And then non-heme iron, which is um, still good, still great, but it's just not as easily absorbed by the body, um, comes from plant mm. sources of iron. So heme iron sources, you know, meat. Sure. Um, animal proteins, mm -hmm. really. So um, red... Red beef, red meat is probably like <laughs> the um, the best source of heme iron and iron in general. Red meat, but then you'd also be getting iron from chicken, like poultry, chicken, turkey. You'd get iron from fish. Does it get as transferred well. into milk, into cow milk, or no? No. So okay. um, it has to come like from the blood. There's source. not yeah, a lot yeah. of iron in milk, okay. um, and that can actually be an issue mm. with feeding kids. Like if a child is drinking a lot of milk, and milk is like a a significant source of their nutrition. One concern is iron deficiency because yeah, yeah. they might be um, low on protein eating. sources that have yeah, heme iron exactly. or iron in or general. Iron. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For non-heme iron sources, um, I'm trying to think. I mean, am I wrong in thinking leafy green, like dark leafy yeah, greens? Yeah, so dark leafy greens do are are a source of yeah. iron. Yep, um, that's a good one. Again, like legumes, like lentils, mm -hmm. beans. Um, chickpeas, things like that, would offer some iron. I think tofu as well um, would offer. Would it be fortified iron. or just like from the soybean? What I think it? it's from the soybean. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so you'd get a little bit of iron um, from tofu. Um, yeah, and certain vegetables, um, whole grains as well. You'd get mm -hmm. some iron in those too. So, yeah, that's. Hold, bring a magnet to the grocery store. <laughs> hold it to different foods and see see what comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like that's uh Oh my god. Okay. Great let's place. Do, let's, let's do, do one, one more. more. Okay. Yeah. Hannah, you're so generous. Oh, yeah. thank you. Um okay, <laughs> so that was what foods, right? We yes, did what, what foods. foods. Now let's do one more. Let's do let's do what to eat. Okay. What to eat. Okay. What to eat before a workout. Oh, okay. Okay. We've talked about this a little bit. Yeah, we have talked about this a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So before a workout Generally, this is very like again general mm -hmm. suggestions. But before workout, um, let's say you are thirty minutes to an hour before a workout. Okay, you mainly want to be having carbohydrate Carbs. sources yeah. because those are more easily or more quickly digested. Specifically, if they're lower fiber mm -hmm. carbs, they'll be digested even quicker. Um, and, and that's because before a workout, you don't want to eat something like right before a workout or even an hour before or half an hour before. You don't want to eat something that is going to require a lot of energy from your body to digest. You want your body to focus on your exercise or your workout and you don't want um, necessarily your body to be focusing on digesting like a heavy protein or high fat meal. Um, so you'd want like fruits maybe? Yeah, like fruit or like lower fiber crackers mm -hmm. or um, even
even like a piece of toast or something like that. In my mind, okay. I think of Michael Scott just downing. Carbo was it carbonara? Like he was having the like penne pasta, Alfredo pasta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah right before. Which and maybe is be like that's a high fat. fat. Yeah, 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 that would yeah. be high in fat. Yeah. So again, yeah, because protein and fat digest slower, that can result in some kind of like upset stomach, stomach upset yeah, if yeah, you yeah. have, say, like yogurt, like a high fat, yeah. high protein Greek yogurt. Right before workout, and then you go for a run. Yeah, like I it's don't, not a good so idea. Well. Yeah, yeah. Um, you might be. Could you speed up your transit time by doing that, and then interrupt your race? Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> well, like I mean, like I'm trying to think. So, like if you had carrots, which yeah. are like again, so something that's rich in fiber. Yes, that's gonna give you some upset yeah. as well because yeah. your body's going to be like trying to break down this fiber sure. while you're like running or lifting or whatever you want and energy that you can consume yes yeah. exactly your body can use um but i mean at the same time you might want to have a little bit of protein or a little bit of fat just to kind of hold you over so that sure. you, you don't get hungry yeah. but you don't you really just want to kind of be minimizing protein and fat focusing on carbohydrates before immediately before workout love it okay and something else we talked about before is um you know, uh, protein shakes too. So, mm. I mean, you know, this is science that's still building, but if you're doing combination training, there doesn't seem to be any benefit to having protein shakes yeah. because of the way that combination, so what combination training being like cardiovascular mm. and non-cardiovascular activity. Mm-hmm. But if you're just, you know, you're a runner or yeah. you're somebody who's just lifting weights, yeah. it seems to be like having protein addition in addition to like whatever your like regular meals are might actually help enhance um your um your fitness over right. time interesting yeah well that's interesting because the next one is what to eat after a workout oh okay and what i want i don't want to go into too much detail about this because i'm sure a lot of people already mm-hmm. have a general idea of what to eat after workout but i what i will say is that protein gets so much attention mm-hmm. for post-workout meals or snacks yeah yeah and while it's important carbohydrates yeah are just as important after workout as they are before or as important as protein is yeah afterwards Mm -hmm. so the reason for that is that um we think protein after workout because you know if you've worked your muscles you've torn your muscles yeah um as you do when you're doing strength training or running or something like that you need to repair Mm -hmm. those muscle those tears in the muscle um and then you also want to build muscle and protein or the amino acids from protein is what does that yes but you also need carbohydrates because when you work out you utilize um the glucose that's stored in the muscles so in order for your muscles to again recover repair build you also need to replenish those glycogen or the... the You're making it harder for your muscles to reform. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. If you're not having adequate carbohydrates as well. Um, And that will, you know, if you're not replenishing those glycogen stores or those, that glucose storage in your muscles, um, your next workout is probably going to feel harder. Like it's Mm, not going to feel as easy because you haven't replenished that energy, those energy stores in your muscles. Um, So you need both. Um, so that's what I'll say about that. Love it. Um, okay, maybe we'll do one more from this list. I'm trying to pick one. Um, that's actually going to be, like, interesting, but I actually know the answer, too. Um, I actually... Okay, this is interesting. I'm just going to... We're just going to wing this. Okay. What to eat when hungover. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, let me think back. 
I mean, there's always like a leftover pizza in the fridge <laughs> when you wake up. I uh, generally used to go for that. Yeah, I think when you're hungover, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this is supposed to be like specific nutrients are helping you with your hangover, but mm. I I'll be upfront. I'm not really sure. The first thing that comes to my mind is you're probably dehydrated. Yeah. So you might want to have lots of water and maybe some hydrating foods. Totally. Um, but at the same time, I mean. Oh, I just have a headache thinking about I it. Know. <laughs> um, I'm not too concerned. I, as long as you're not hungover, like, every single yeah, day. That's a different problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a different problem. You shouldn't be scheduling your nutrition around your hangover. Yeah, so. exactly. I think that one day if you, I don't know, you went to a, an event or you went to a wedding yeah. or something like that and you're hungover. There's, like, a cold poutine on the kitchen counter. Yeah, like, have go, that. go for it. Yeah. Have whatever you want to have. Yeah. Um, just... Hopefully you're not hungover too often, yeah, like to yeah. the point where it's concerning. Yeah, yeah, I think it. Yeah, I wonder if there are gentle nutrition tips for chronic. I'm gonna hangover. look into that. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a whole episode on what to eat on hangovers. Yeah, 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 we'll help everybody out. Because um, I also think of like, I don't know. I tend to. I can't remember the last time I was like actually hungover, but mm. like violently hungover. Um, but you usually crave like salty things too, right? Yeah, I can't remember, <laughs> obviously. I feel like, you know, like everyone wants a good greasy or like salty meal. That I seems think, to be... I think I stopped really drinking very much yeah. when I started getting hangovers. Because I, right. I eventually thought right. like, this is not worth it anymore. No, yeah. I, <laughs> I was a, My body was a bit resilient for a while. Yeah. And then I, as I got older, it was game over. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But good luck to everybody out there. Good luck, everyone. Yeah. Y'all, y'all stay safe out there. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, yeah, we'll look into that a little bit more. I just thought that was an interesting that was very question interesting. that came up in my I think the hydration you hit it on the head probably is like, that's probably that's your probably number key. one problem. And then maybe like that was the reason that we crave salty things is also a bit of To retain water. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. because we're also dehydrated. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and we need those electrolytes to, like you said, retain water. Um but I'm not 100 percent sure. We'll look into it. We will. Um, Maybe we, we'll do um, we'll do a real live experiment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If we're up for it. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Well, I hope you guys found this episode fun and informative. Entertaining, yeah. Informative. I learned a lot from you. Yeah, that uh, was great. Yeah, 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 I had fun doing this. Um, do you have a tasty? Oh my god, I forgot. I mean, I can think of one. Okay, you go first. Okay. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah. What's been tasty for you this week? Do you know, um, what's been tasty for me this week? I'm getting back into fruit. Oh, you're off really, fruit? Well, I'm not off, but I'm not really, I was never really into fruit in oh, general. I know, isn't that weird? I love fruit. I just like, favorite. I just, I, I also don't like things that are too sweet. Okay. But, Obviously, there are fruits that are not, like, so saccharine. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, what did you say the other day that was too saccharine? Oh, a freezy. Oh, I don't get that. You were like, I, I don't get it. just can't. To me, it's like bird feed, bird water. What? <laughs> like hummingbird juice or whatever people put it. Like, it's delicious. But it just like leaves... Like jum- a jumbo freezy? Mm. It leaves that sour residue in the back of your tongue. I don't find that. That bitterness. No. When something's too sweet, and then it, like, it becomes bitter. I love freezies. Anyway, so I love like a blueberry. You know okay. what I mean? I love yeah. that's probably my favorite. I love a single blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> I love blueberries because they're not they have like 
they don't just taste like sweet. They like they have their yeah. own flavor. They're not too sweet. I love blue- yeah. I love putting a blueberry in yogurt, you know, making a little mm. parfait at home. Mm, yeah. I love doing that. Stone fruit is about to be in season. And I love a good stone fruit. I love stone fruit. Cherries, uh, plums, peaches, yeah. nectarines. Totally. Yeah, love. Grilled. Oh, <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Delish. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Um, Do you have a tasty? Yeah, you know, I was just thinking, and I feel like we have to talk about... We have to. Our, <laughs> our Richard's experience in PEI. Oh, Richard's. Richard's yeah. was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you get? You got, I got the, the lobster roll. The lobster Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I think we mentioned on here how we were, like, we obviously talked about we were, we're going, going to, to PI together, but I think we talked about having lobster rolls, too. Oh, yeah, I we think. did. So like, we for did. Sure. We honored that. We got, like, the best lobster rolls Yes. in on PEI. On the Prince planet. Island, <laughs> uh, on the planet. Um, they were just so satisfyingly delicious. We waited in line for, it had to be at least an hour. Yes. <laughs> for those lobster rolls. Yeah. But they were phenomenal. It, and my favorite part was that they really balanced up the richness it didn't feel rich it felt no, very it was light great. it was very citrusy yeah there was definitely an herb there kick in there. in there too like Absolutely. the bread was toasted and there was celery it was great i love diced up celery mm, in a lobster roll me too so good oh it's a perfect bite yeah yeah that's great. a great one so that's my tasty yeah we also had a not so tasty restaurant experience but we're not going to get into that today. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe you. Uh, we could do like three episodes on it. <laughs> yeah, we could rant on, but... I'm exhausted just thinking um, about it. We won't burden you all with that just yet. Yes. Yeah. DM us if you really want to know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that is all. That is all for this week. That's all for today. Um, we'll talk to you guys next week. And um, make sure that you're following us on social media. And you are subscribed to the podcast. And And that you told all your friends about it. Please do. Share this episode. Share our podcast on your Instagram story or tweet it. Or send it to someone. Everyone's having a family reunion right now, right? Not not everybody, but some people. Whip it out and tell all your family. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we have to end the podcast now. (laughs) Bye, everyone. (laughs) Okay. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. (laughs)